We gon' start this thing alright. Duval in the motherfucking house. Come on, oh, come on. Hey, 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 do it, baby, take it, baby. of the iHeartMiko podcast uh, that was Lil Duval and he said on Instagram that if you didn't start 2019 with his song then you did it wrong <laughs> guess what we did that's exactly <laughs> what we did we started 2019 with Smile Bitch yeah we did, yeah, we song. did. you know what I saw on um, Instagram that the church has now taken that song and changed the lyrics and uh, I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you sinners. <laughs> I thought she was going to say heathens. It's <laughs> <laughs> sinners. And then they said smile saints no, that's instead whack. of bitch. Uh, no, I don't smile like that saints. version. <laughs> Everybody has their own version of that song, even kids. Aiden was saying bitch on New Yeah, Year's. he did. I let him flourish. Um, we, we allowed Aiden to celebrate new year's eve with us for the first time this year it was really not even really about aiden to be honest it was about your mom yeah because i you know your mom always babysits for us yeah i like that it was cool on she holidays to... big events parties and she never really gets to go yeah she got to kick it she had a good time yeah you know, it was cool to see them there aiden was there it was fun i'm still confused on how this is the new year i'm still very very there confused you go. On how it's snowing outside, it's freezing, and we're saying it's the new year. That doesn't even make any sense. It's just you know? how the calendar is, but I uh, I get what you're saying. It make, You said it last time. It makes complete sense. It should be when uh, stuff is blooming, everything is coming back to life. Mm -hmm. But it's the opposite, but, you know, it's the this way is it our, is. This is how this world is. Everything is just a lie. I, I know it's a lie. I just can't prove it yet. I, there's a reason that they're lying to us. And telling us this is the new year. And it ha probably has something to do with money because it always mm. does. But I'm going to figure it out. But um, last week uh, you had your last game as a Buccaneer, possibly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I told you I did not want you to go back to that team. But your coaches got fired, so I'm open to it now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> open everything. But you guys lost the game that I called the Bumble. Yeah. 
And um, why'd you guys lose? Um, it was a typical game for us. It kind of was in reverse, though. What do you mean? Like usually we're get we're losing badly, and mm-hmm. we storm back and come up short. Mm-hmm. So this time we decided to jump out ahead, mm-hmm. let them storm back, then take the lead, and then find a way to lose. <laughs> so that was the difference. But it it, it kind of was a a microcosm of our season on the the strength like. Uh, we do some good things, but it's just not enough. And, and our record shows what we were. We were, what were we, 5-11? and 11? Yeah. That's what we were. You know, we have a talented team. We have a we had a good roster and things like that. We had some good pieces, but we were a 5-11 and 11 team. Well, the good news is that you guys will probably get a better draft pick now that you lost that game. Yeah, that's true. For well, not it. you guys. You're no longer a you guys. Uh, that's definitely <laughs> true for Bucks fans and for uh, the GM and the front office. So that loss was like, you know, it's a loss, but it's a win at the same time. So they get a better pick and, you know, you know how they value these draft picks. Yeah, so we're going to um, later get into, you know, your season here, uh, your year 13, which is technically for the NFL, they count as year 12 because they don't count the, the year you were in Europe, which is stupid because it was their league. Mm-hmm. It was professional. You got paid. Dig it. And they, had a, and they had a Super Bowl, which they call the World Bowl, and you won it. Definitely won. And they still, if you if you drink that water again like that I, while we're recording, I swear to fucking God. You going to swing on me? Fuck yeah. Rude right, ass. I took the squeeze bottle top off. Anyways, uh, so we're going to get into year 13 because a lot of people had a lot to say about your year 13. And I want to get your opinion. I'm going to just grill you, ask you a whole bunch of questions. I'm going to ask you about your career as a buck as well. But, you know, get into some uh, year 13 stuff this year just to clear up some of the bullshit that the media is reporting, that your own coaches had been reporting, and this fans think. You know, I always have a, I have a, I have a reputation of being a team cancer or something like that, which is strange because you've been on three teams. I left Tampa gracefully. Mm-hmm. Hold on, clap me up. Round of clap applause me for up. Nico. I left go. classy. Good you job. know how much shit I could have said. Yeah. I could have said a whole lot of shit the whole three years you were there. And I was so classy. I tucked everything in. I was quiet. You know, I didn't do any of the stuff that I could have done. And so I, I get annoyed when people are like, oh, all she does is bash the team and shit on the quarterback. No, I didn't do that in Atlanta. I had no ill words for Mr. Blank, even though he gave you a one-year deal seven years you were there. I didn't have anything to say about Dimitrov, even though, I, you know, I don't have any beef with him. I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Matt Ryan is my nigga. Him and his Sarah are my niggas. So right. that's why I hate that people think that, you know. So I was proud of myself, even though I did say that I was happy to get off the sinking ship. <laughs> I did. I was high when I wrote that. That sounded like Brent's song. I was dreaming when I wrote this. <laughs> I was high as fuck. And then when people started making comments about the sinking ship, I was like, oh, damn, we are like the ship. Yeah. It was, so, you know. It was an accidental funny yeah. on my part. But I really was happy that the season was over because I, you know, obviously know way more about what's going on behind the wall. You know, since, you know, most people don't know what's going on and the things that we were dealing with as a family and with this team. So proud of myself uh, for the way we left. Um, we actually 
came back the night after the game, <laughs> hopped on Definitely a flight. Did. Eight did. o'clock flight after the game. We came home. Uh, I, I flew in the week before, had the house cleaned, and we had a onesie party at the house. Yeah, it was a bunch cool. of close friends and family. That's all for you getting <clears throat> the house cleaned. That was yeah. Dope. I I was so so so. Let's talk about Todd for a second. Todd is the homie. Todd's definitely the homie. Todd is a extreme Dolphins fan that I met um, 2013 when Brett first played here, and he's like family now. <clears throat> so Todd came to the party and got. White boy wasted. <laughs> Absolutely wasted. He got the definition of white boy yes. wasted. Yes. Ty wanted to drive home. I'm so glad that I was diligent and, yeah. and demanding that he not. Yeah. Because he was not capable of driving. He was not. When he was about to, I looked at uh, his his girl or whatever. And and the look in her eyes when I was like, you ain't comfortable when I'm driving. She was like. She didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> she was like, please, please. help me. <laughs> Please save me. And then we... Save my life. She has an eight-year-old, man. We had to make sure she she got back to her son safely. Yeah, so but did a good job there. We let Aiden believe he got drunk. That was so Gave funny. him some Welch's sparkling grape juice. And right. he, you know, he doesn't eat candy. Right. So the high fructose corn syrup in there really had him thinking he was drunk. Bouncing he around. was fucking hammered. He was like, oh, my God, Nami, I have so much energy. I'm going crazy. Oh, my God, I'm really drunk. And he was like, aren't you going to get in trouble for putting that on Instagram that you let me drink a whole bottle of champagne? I was like, don't worry about it, Aiden. I'm not scared of the police. They come knocking on my door. I'll beat their ass. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I got one of the coolest pictures ever of him holding that bottle. Yeah. I think that was the best picture of the year. Yeah. So Todd, the next day, Ubers back to the house and literally has to sit on the couch for about 10 hours while he projectile vomits. Oh, my God. <laughs> about, I think he had eight times he went to the bathroom. Aiden Man. was counting. Yeah, it was, it was, like it was eight, eight times. It was eight times of just pure violent <laughs> vomiting. <laughs> Like, the shit was bad. And he had to get it off. And so I made some gumbo. Yes, you did. And I did not get to eat. Yeah, and sorry. And so Todd ate the gumbo, and that was like his first meal that he was able to hold down. Yeah. So I was proud. But I was really happy that Aiden got to learn a lesson. He got to see Todd turning uh, the, the handle, the gallon handle tripping. of the fireball up to his mouth and chugging it. Yes. And then he ate and got to see him projectile vomit violently the next day. <laughs> that is. I didn't even think of it like yes. that. That was a good lesson. Great lesson. Aiden, Aiden. Wa- he goes, how many times is he going to throw up? <laughs> he was like, whoa. I was like, as many times as it takes. I said, this is why you don't irresponsibly drink when you're at the age or even if you're before the age and you want to start drinking, this can happen to you. Right. And he right, was just right, like, oh, right. I'm never drinking again. I'm never getting drunk again. I don't want this to happen to me. I was like, good for you. Because he was, I was like, I was so proud of you. I gave you the whole bottle. You didn't even drink all of it. You drank like six sips. And he was like, I was just getting so drunk. I was like, my little baby. He was turning the bottle up. That was so funny. Yes, but shout out Todd for getting fucked up so that Aiden could learn a Todd very valuable lesson. Todd taught a lesson, lesson to Aiden. Yes. Appreciate you, Todd. You're the man. Yes, Todd. You're the man for getting extremely fucked up. Um, so before we get into all the shenanigans, of, we're going to talk about the playoffs. We're going to talk about the games um, last week that mattered, that predicted, you know, the outcomes of this week's uh, wild card matchups. 
But um, there were some other things that happened in sports and in just the news. So I wanted us to talk about that as well. The movie Bird Box on Netflix was trending so badly on on social media. There was a whole bunch of really funny memes about it. But what did you think of the movie? Um, I thought it was cool. I like movies like that, like with uh, like thrillers. You know, keep you on the edge of your seat a little bit, and you know, trying to figure out what's going on, trying to figure out why and how. You know, it was a cool movie. I liked it. Had a good storyline. I think it had a cool little message to it in a way. You were just trying not to tell nobody any of the messages or what you really thought it was cool about. No examples. Oh, I thought <laughs> she was about to talk about it, but I'll tell. Okay, yeah. so what I what I took from the movie is, um, well, you know, it was a spirit or whatever that was killing people whenever they looked at it. What I, I took that as and the, what I took the birds as was like, I think the spirit or whatever showed people their most saddest, like depressing moments of their life and, and things like that. And it just shook them so bad that they just killed themselves. And the only thing you could do is either stay blind and you can't see it and just follow the birds. The birds are like maybe good thoughts, your good things, you know, your good things and just follow that. And and that was the message. That's why I thought at a point in a movie, it was the kids. And I was like, the kids might be able to take that off and nothing happens to them. Mm-mm. But they never took it off. Because I was just thinking maybe the kids that are so like innocent at this point and really don't have anything that happened too bad at this point. But then I never got to see. But that's what I took from the movie. Yeah, I thought that, you know, Sandra Bullock uh, did a great job. She was blind damn near the whole movie, and she did. She made it look easy. I mean, Sandra Bullock is a good actress. She's, She's been good. acting for a long she time. She looked real comfortable with the black man. He oh fine. He fine. Brain. Yeah, I was. I was impressed with who they chose because sometimes in those movies they choose a guy that's kind of ugly or something, <laughs> and he was attractive. Because I was like, ain't no way. I was and when I was first thinking about it, and I was like, okay, Sandra gonna have to hook up with this dude. Like, there's got to be a hookup, and he was actually a good actor too. Like, he did a really good job. And you know, dude for the movie Moonlight. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think he did a good job. I think they did a good job of casting. I thought the Asian guy was really good. The gay, he was playing a gay guy, and he was in um, what was the other movie he was in that I really loved? Damn. I'm drawing a blank. So this is what happens when I don't get high before I record my podcast. I forget all kind of shit. But the sickest part about this whole movie was people were actually going around blindfolded doing the dumbest shit. Wait, uh, why? To make funny memes and videos on social media. And they were actually injuring themselves. Yeah, I bet. Idiots. So Netflix had a post something that said boy and girl would really wish... For everyone to be safe in 2019 and, t- and not to wear blindfolds and making memes about the movie. Wow. That's creepy when you got to say something like that. And these are the same people that get to have an opinion about everything that's going on in life. Like, these are the same people that made it so that Kevin Hart couldn't host the Oscars. These so same are you idiots. saying social media is stupid? People are stupid. And we actually care what they think. Everybody's opinion doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It really you can doesn't. listen to it, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. 
But Bird Box was a really good movie and creepy as hell. And you know what I said? I feel like it could happen. I don't feel like it can happen, but <laughs> I feel like they this this country is capable of doing all kind of shit. They they at some point they're gonna have to start doing something to make us kill ourselves. There's too many people. It's definitely it's just too, too many, many people. people. They're already slowly killing us with the food and the air and the water and the the medicines and the police. Yeah, it's way too many people in the world. Yeah, they're so they're gonna find other ways to basically kill us off so we have less people so this So you think they're going to come up with a spirit? That I don't know if it's going to be a spirit, <laughs> but I feel like that that Netflix gave them an idea like, hmm, if we could just oh, make them shit. kill themselves. It's going to be inside. This like, would don't be easy. go outside. Right? Yeah. Please. Another exciting thing that happened that Nunez and Cyborg had a oh, fight. Oh, shit. My God. <laughs> so Nunez, is she the GOAT of the UFC? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. She's a champ champ. Without a doubt. And she socked Cyborg out. Socked her out. <laughs> socked him out. She, if you fade the first... All right. Girl in you, Girls UFC is, is three people you legit know. Right. One is not in it no more. Ronda she's in Rousey. WWE. The other is Cyborg. She's a man. And she's a man. <laughs> she looks like a whole nigga. And then the other is Nunez. Mm-hmm. It's some other good ones, but those are the top three of like whatever. And she socked out two of them socked in the first round. Out. Socked both of them out. So she's the GOAT. She's the GOAT. Do you think you could win a fade with Nunez? Yes. Why? Because <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> She couldn't put them hands on you? She could sock me, but I just feel like I'm a man. You know. You feel like and you could I dodge her? Too. Do you think you can get in an octagon with her? Uh, I don't know. I, I, if I'm training, if I get some training, yeah, yeah I'll fade her. think you could fade her? Fade her, senseless. I don't know, babe. I would be worried. I mean, you, I mean, you could don't, be worried. She, has, she can get you on the ground, and I, don't, I know you're stronger than her, but you're not... You don't. You're not smarter than her in that field and how to. You said I can train, right? Yes. Oh, then I would be. I'll be straight. I'm not saying you get like a year or nothing like that. Three months. Oh yeah, you I'll think be you do it? I'll be straight. I'll fade. I would love to see one of you motherfuckers <laughs> do this because a lot of men say they could beat a woman in certain things. I got like three this. months to train. I already got. I got good shit already. Mm-hmm. And if I dedicate three months mm-hmm. to that to be a girl, even though she's the best. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'll beat her. No disrespect. I don't even know why I even asked you, honestly. Like, I should have known that was the fucking answer when I asked. I'm looking at the question right here. Like, this nigga going to say yes, absolutely. Yes, I think so I how, could. So what, what makes you think you couldn't if you didn't get to train? That's it? If I didn't get to train, she's going to beat me. I got to actually do that shit a few times and learn and learn what I can and can't do. If I just go in there right now, she's going to fade me. No doubt about it. Okay. That's what I feel like. I got to actually do some shit and be like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, if I do that, I got to throw hands with somebody that's nice a couple times. And you then, feel like then you... I'll, yeah, I'll be straight. What about John Bone Jones? He's back. Yeah, he I can't He had a fight him. also. I can't fade him. What did you think about his fight? I felt like that's what was going to happen. I felt like he was going to methodically pick that dude apart. He had a good fight with him before. Everybody talking about, like, you know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be a good one. John Jones' last fight, he won, but it wasn't really impressive. Like it was, it, he won, which is impressive, yeah. but it wasn't like yo, John Jones. He didn't did dominate. That. 
But this fight, I was like, he gonna come out. And it fuck looked like this he was up. playing with him. Yeah, he was methodically like he was just toying with picking him, like, him apart. Yeah, like all right, this is what I'm gonna do this round, and I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna catch him a couple times, then I'm gonna eventually get him on the ground and just punch him until he can't get up anymore. Yeah, it was like it was clear. That's why, out of that whole event, the fight I wanted to see was the, the two girls fight. I wanted to see because we all knew what was gonna happen in the other one. Yeah, what do you think about John Jones's? Uh, dropping dirty and people saying that he, like, they don't want him in the league because they think he's a cheater and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I feel that I guess some people that are like purists, but I just like seeing people square up. So, <laughs> I mean, if you don't if, care if they're doping, I don't care about the the you know. Just like you can even take to baseball or whatever. I didn't care if. Yeah. Barry Bonds was juicing when he was hitting home runs. I just like seeing whenever he hit the ball, that shit went far as You far. know what? That's I this is what I feel about baseball. I feel like everybody should juice. The sport is boring with no hits. I'm sorry. Only time it's not boring is in the playoffs. Yeah. That's the only time that it's not boring with a bunch of hits. And why should Barry, like, if I was Barry Bonds, I wouldn't give a shit about them taking my championships, my I don't titles. Think he does. Yeah, he didn't take any of the money. No, I would go to to the to MH, MHL MLB and juice get don't get caught. You know, get it's his, hard not to get caught. Though, no, man. I think they allow it, Brent, because their sport is like suffering. They have too many games. They need people to watch. They turn a blind eye to juicing every seven years. Okay, so they can get back, you know, their ratings up and everything. Yeah. And then they try to bust the players and try to strip them from all their medals. Well, guess what? You didn't strip the money. So who gives a shit? But you got to get the money first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to make sure you stay clean enough to get the big payday. And then afterwards, who cares? Because Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, at that point, it was Sammy Sosa, too. Mm -hmm. They, like, brought baseball back. Yes. With bombs. Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> that's what it was like. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to see these And bombs. then they're trying to hate on them as if they didn't profit. Like, you knew they were juicing. You knew it, and you didn't care. You loved the ratings. You loved that we were all watching, and then now you're trying to destroy them afterwards. You're guilty also. Right. But you're not going to say anything. You're just going to act like you're, you're clean. Everybody knows how to, how to pass the juice tests. I, even, I hear from NFL players all the time that tell me they be paying off y'all little juice niggas. Damn. The juice do. Yeah, it happens. Shit be happening, and I'm pretty sure it happens in baseball too, but we kind of got off subject um lebron james showed up to the game with a glass of wine <laughs> he's lebron he could do it in was. his defense it was his birthday so what? i thought it was fucking incredible he could do it yeah on may 15th <laughs> doesn't matter he's lebron what matters are they gonna none do? yeah what are they gonna do to him matters none shout out lebron happy birthday to the goat lebron called himself the goat and he said the reason he's the goat is because he was down three to one to the seventy three and nine Warriors and came back and won and nobody else could have done that. I mean, hey, if that's how he feels, that's cool. I mean, who's going to tell him any different? He has stuff to back it up. Yeah, other people are not going to agree with him, and you know that's that's sports. Let me say this also: LeBron James is the first and only player with thirty thousand plus points, eight thousand plus rebounds, and eight thousand assists. Only 36 players in NBA history have been able to accomplish half of that in their career. Only what? 36. Damn. They're all Hall of Famers, but 36 players have done half of that. That's just goat-ish. 
That's goat like. I don't care it's, about stats. I, I care about those kind of stats because he does everything. That's why I think he's a goat. People are always arguing for Jordan, which Jordan is the goat of scoring, of getting buckets. Yeah. Period. He gonna get buckets on you. Right. And when LeBron is the best player we've ever seen all the way around. I mean, you you got you got the argument for real. It's like I used to say like, yo, it's Jordan, but it's like whoever you want to pick, you could say either one for real. To pick any one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some more NBA news. Um, Dwayne Wade hit his when it says whenever Dwayne. First of all, these are all coming from Ballers Tribune. Uh, an Instagram page that I follow. I suggest you guys follow them. Very, very good uh, topics, very good posts on there. And it said, whenever D-Wade hits his next three-pointer, he will join Michael Jordan and LeBron James as the only players in NBA history with at least 20,000 points, 5,000 assists, 4,000 rebounds, 1,500 steals, 800 blocks, and 500 three-pointers. That's a lot of stats. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. That's a lot of fucking stats. Yeah. Though Dwayne Wade has had an incredible career, and I think a lot of people don't give him the respect that he deserves, and I think it's because of who he was playing with, the the era that he was in, and getting drafted with LeBron. Yeah. And Melo, for that matter. I mean, he gets a lot of respect, but... Not as much as he should. Like, for example, if I were starting my team and I wanted a two-guard and I was had to choose between Kobe and Dwayne Wade, I would probably choose Dwayne Wade. Damn, why? Just based on what I already know. You know what I mean? If I didn't know maybe Kobe, but based on things that I know, first of all, Kobe's a piece of shit. Wait, so we going basketball or personal reasons here? All all the above. Those things matter. So everything counts. We're not just talking about who you want on the basketball. Yes. Chemistry matters. People actually getting along. People passing the ball. People not snitching on the homie. Yeah. All these things matter. True. And I think Dwayne Wade would be a great, a better teammate. Right. Than Kobe overall. Right, right. right. Just my opinion. But people will probably tell me I'm crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Kobe was a, you know, he had some shit about him. (laughs) He had some shit about him? He had some shit about him. Oh, my God. He could hoop like a motherfucker. Yeah. Kobe could play. No shade to Kobe, but he he's just annoying and Kobe and and you know how you know how I know Kobe had was a bad person. His wife is expecting their fourth bo- girl. Oh, their fourth little girl. Kobe, that's so karma. Stressed in that house. That's bro. karma right there. That's fucking karma right there. How much stress is in that house? It's a lot of vaginas. Oh my! It's God. gonna be so many periods oh, happening. He's gonna lose it. Yeah. And that's karma. That's called karma. Four. <laughs> Four periods oh going down. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, so let's move on to some football news. Week 17 happened. It fucking happened. Bears-Vikings happened. Yeah. Who'd you choose? I picked the Vikings. Oh, what happened? They definitely lost. <laughs> I told you. Man, so with them losing and not going to the playoffs... Are they pissed about this? Uh... No, they're going to try to, you know, blame the coach, possibly the offensive coordinator. They're going to say we need another year in the system. You know mm. how they do the whole routine 
of needing another offensive coordinator or a year in the system and blaming the defense. They're going to get the $84 million worth out of him. He's staying for three whole years. Yeah, for Regardless. Sure. I'm just saying, are they pissed? I'm not, I'm, I am I'm. know he's On staying. the inside, I'm sure they are. Because they were like, I don't know their exact record, but they was like the top in the NFC last year, like 13-2, yeah. 13-3. Yes, they were they were picked to get go all the way. I mean, they couldn't. The Falcons. Did they lose anybody? They, uh, they lost the quarterback. I'm talking about other positions. No, no major people. No, Thielen was balling this year. We didn't really hear from um, um, DC guy. Uh, Diggs receiver Diggs didn't have much of an impact, and I think that might be because last year he was playing so well. Other teams might have been scheming to. You know, double yeah, him or watch happen. him, and that's how Thielen kind of, you know, jumped yeah, out. But the Vikings had a pretty depressing year after paying uh, for the very first guaranteed contract. So now the owner's going to be like, see, <laughs> don't be giving no fucking guaranteed contracts. Right. This is what happens. Some bullshit happens. Uh, Ravens-Browns happened. That was a really good game. Yeah, we mm-hmm. actually were... Uh, in the airport, it was a crazy crowd mm-hmm. watching this game. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it's the Browns and the Ravens. Who would think <laughs> no, right? the Week 17 Browns game would have a, a crowd of people around the TV in the airport? It was cra- It was a good game. It ended crazily. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens keep fucking winning. Yeah, we picked the Ravens. We both picked the Ravens to win that game. And it wasn't like it was easy. I actually, you know. I didn't think it would be yeah, easy. It was a good game. Bengals-Steelers. Wow. Didn't the Steelers win? Absolutely not. They lost? They're not in the playoffs. Oh, shit. They aren't. And you know what's so funny about this? So Antonio Brown, you don't, Brent doesn't watch the news or anything. So Antonio Brown didn't didn't play in the game. Wait, they ain't playing Antonio Brown in a game that was determined if they went to the playoffs? Well, let me give you this, the tea because I'm sure you don't know it. So on Wednesday, they were having a walkthrough, and allegedly Antonio Brown and Ben Raplisberger got into it, and Antonio Brown threw a ball at him and left. Now, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is... In week 17? Week 17, they got into it in, in practice. <laughs> he allegedly threw a ball at Ben, rapey Ben, and left, just left practice. And so the Steelers said um, he left practice for non-injury reasons. Like he was out for non-injury reasons. They didn't say what it was. They just said non-injury reasons. Thursday, he doesn't show up. And they say he has a knee injury. And then Friday, he doesn't show up. Oh, and shit. They, yeah. And they say he, he's getting the knee looked at. We're not sure what's going on with the knee, the knee, the knee. Saturday, the knee. Sunday, the knee. Locker room had his jersey hung, everything ready. He showed up, and everyone said he left at halftime. Did not ever put the uniform on. So they wanted him to play. He just said no, or they told him, no, you can't play. No, they wanted him to play. He said, go fuck yourself. Oh, shit. So there's more tea being spilled that Tomlin, the coach, has a bigger part of this. Now, Ben does a weekly podcast where he talks about the team and everything that happens week to week. And he always takes this opportunity to shit on his teammates and throw people on the bus. No, I was, I was, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, I. Like you said, I don't watch the news that much or anything like that. But I saw some earlier in the year, and he had a 
he had something. He was like shitting on the receivers. I'm like, yes. God damn. He does this often. So this last, after they lost this game, he decided to say he doesn't know what anyone's talking about. This argument that happened on Wednesday. He's like, I don't know what they're talking about, what we got into it about. He goes, but I called. Uh, he said, I called Antonio on Thursday morning and he answered and I asked him if we're cool. And he said, we're cool. So we moved past it. So what was you what was you calling for then? What was y'all cool? Why would you ask if we're cool? Because they might have had something at practice. But he's saying there was absolutely nothing. He doesn't know what anybody's talking oh, about. Oh, he's saying, well, he he's seeing if they're cool because he stormed off. And now as the reports are that yes. it's beef between him and the Yes. And the, and the beef is allegedly that Ben is throwing Juju too many balls. I will say this um, from watching... Games. I was going to ask you which I had a couple of questions for you, and I, I definitely want to ask you who, which one of them is a better receiver in your opinion? Antonio Brown. And the reasons? He's just all around better receiver. And Ju- everything. What yeah. is Juju better than him at? Just being bigger. Being bigger. So Juju had a hundred catch season and a thousand yards. So did Antonio Brown. Now Antonio had fifteen receiving touchdowns, which was number one in the NFL this year, but he feels away he feels like he's not getting the ball enough I think it has way more to do with Le'Veon Bell not being here and you know I don't know the deep deep issues of it but what I do know is I'm happy that it happened because the Steelers organization deserves this Why? because look at how they did Le'Veon Bell oh okay look at karma yeah. Look! Look at how look at how you run in business. Look at how you handling things. You don't want to pay him, and now you guys don't make the playoffs. And now Antonio Brown wants the fuck out. Yeah, he wants out. But I notice sometimes when I'm watching, like when I watch film or just watch games, he gets like he gets Angry. mad when he doesn't get passes, even if it's successful for the team. Yeah, like, he still he slaps pissed. his thighs down I'm like, like bro, a lot. Relax, he does that. Bro, you paid. He got the bag. Like, everybody considers you dope. Like mm-hmm. Arguably the best because everyone talks about him being the best. So it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't get it. I think it matters to him that he leads in everything, that he has the best game on the team. Like, those things matter. You know, I never hear about Stefan Diggs saying anything. His numbers dropped this year. Yeah. But he got paid. Yeah. And he hasn't said anything, and I don't know if that's because people don't compare him to the best. Yeah, but it, it's still, even with the Steelers and, and Antonio Brown, people are going to roll coverage your way. Mm-hmm. So that in turn, that's going to give, uh, what's his name, Juju, mm-hmm. more catches because it's like, all right, he's by himself. Let me try to throw this instead of forcing the ball into two people. Right. If I'm going to throw it outside. You know what I'm saying? So that's... That's what's, what happens a lot. Do you think that if they got rid of Antonio Brown, that Juju could be a number one receiver on their team? He could be the number one receiver. I don't think okay. he's better. I don't think he's better than Antonio Brown. But yeah, oh I my feel God. like excuse me. I, how I feel about receivers in the NFL: if a team really says we're going to throw you the ball a whole lot, you're going to be successful. Yeah, you catch. if you're decent, and he's not like he's not a bum. He got good speed. He got good size, and he can catch. So if the Steelers make up their mind, like, Juju is our number one guy, and they decide to give him hella targets, then he's going to have crazy numbers. 
if you were the Steelers, because there's a big debate on who should be gotten rid of, Big Ben, who is older and obviously diminishing and a troublemaker and talks shit about his own teammates and throws them under the bus, or do you get rid of the diva who is Antonio Brown who's going to pitch a bitch if he doesn't get his numbers, but he's really good? Or Juju? Who you might be able to get a good draft pick They're for not another player? To get rid of Juju. It's, that's tough because I don't know who their backup is and who how they feel about him. But if you lose a good quarterback, then your team, no matter how what receivers you got, is going to struggle. You went eight. What'd they go? Eight and six. Eight um, and seven. Yes, eight and seven and one. You went that with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. And Antonio Brown. So if you put a Backup quarterback in, like it's not a seasoned vet. That could be easy. Worse. Be yeah, that's just realistic. You know what I mean? And that division is getting better. Yes. The Browns is not an easy win every nope, game now. Not anymore. So it's like, yo, I don't know. That's a tough predicament because Roethlisberger is probably only going to play one or two more years. Right. But you got to factor in like if if it's a jealousy thing between. Shoot Juju or whatever, then one of them got to go. What do you think about Tomlin um, not checking them, per se, not making sure that this doesn't become a thing? How can you check them? Uh, probably threaten to find them, threaten to suspend them. I don't know. That's just going to make it worse. So he he can't do anything. They just got to handle that you, themselves. So if your star, most paid, one of the highest paid receivers in the league is acting out like that. I'm talking about Ben also. He's also he does nothing star. every week when Ben is on his radio show trashing his team. Yeah, it's nothing you could do. They're bigger than him. They'll go. He'll go before them. Mm-mm-mm. I think that um, if they were my team, I would obviously get rid of Ben. Bye. Yeah. I will get rid of him. He is... First of all, getting fatter, getting worse, and he's a piece of shit. And I feel like they probably need a new quarterback anyway. They should try to draft a quarterback. Get ready to move on from him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen eventually. He was talking about retiring before this year. So eventually, I mean, I'm sure they're trying to do stuff to get a new quarterback, but it's tough. His teams that still don't got a quarterback, and they've been trying for years. He literally blamed their record and their season on Le'Veon Bell, and I quote, it hurts you when you don't have one of the better players in the game. But I think the biggest thing that hurt us was that it was a distraction. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> This that word distraction. This is what's so funny. So people that work at Pepsi, that work at McDonald's, that work at Costco, if something happens to one of their coworkers, are they too distracted to do their job? No, they're not. So no. why is it that people think an athlete can't handle a distraction and still do their job? Because that's the media's job. They just talk. and So talk, Ben is a part of the they, media now. Because he's that's the one that some, said it. That's some media type shit, and he might be brainwashed into that. But it's just the media talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, And the media does things like that, and then they'll keep bringing it up and keep bringing it up, and then mm-hmm. they will say it's a distraction. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, it's a distraction. Like, no, no one cares. Like, no one really cares in the locker room. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, Le'Veon Bell ain't playing. We, we get it. It's clear. He yeah. ain't playing. 
So mm-hmm. now we got to play. The dude, Connor, is, O'Connor, whatever his name was, he's a good running back. We got to go with him. And if Le'Veon want to come back, he will. If not, he won't. You still got to do your job. All these people are trying to get a check. They're doing a job. A job. That's the crazy part about the NFL. Like, all these fans is, like, all dying in. Like, it's people's job. That's it. It's no loyalty just to Just because anybody. it's their entertainment does not mean it's yeah, not just it's a, a fucking job. job. It's a job. Yeah. And, and it's treated as such, and you realize it very quickly in the NFL unless – you're a top pick. If you're one of the team's top pick, you might be in like, oh, this ain't really a, you know, these they guys really, really give a fuck about they me. They actually care about no, me. No, they don't. They don't give a fuck about you. Don't give a fuck about you at all. Um, Next game, Raiders, Chiefs. Do we care? No. We don't care. Who cares? Colts, Titans was a good game. Yes. Colts won. The Colts came on strong. Did you pick the Colts? I don't remember. I don't know if you did or not. I think I you did. Might, you should have picked the Colts. I, 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 mean, I believe I would have picked the yeah. Colts because I never picked the Titans. Okay. Colts-Titans was a good game. Uh, Colts won. They will be playing the Texans. We'll get into that in a little bit. Panthers-Saints, we saw Teddy, which is what I predicted. Yeah, you did. We saw Teddy Bridgewater. They got their ass sm- clobbered. Yeah, they got smoked. What's the backup's name for Carolina? Oh, uh, The white boy that you picked off. I picked him off. That two, Monday night shit. Oh, uh, Anderson. Yeah, I think it was Anderson. Derek Anderson. I think so. Yeah, yeah. They they balled. Damn. But the Saints. Uh, AJ was telling me that Eli Apple's having a great year. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus fucking Christ. So of course I'm watching the highlights of this game, and what do I see? The back of Eli Apple's jersey, <laughs> multiple times getting cooked. 55-yard touchdown bomb. Another big play where he didn't even try to make a play. He didn't even turn his back. Flag. Like, the, uh, Eli's going to be the death of the Saints. Oh, my God. Are you putting it on Eli? Yeah, a corner gonna is going to be the death of he's a gonna be the death. Team. He's going to be the reason another team can score as many points as the Saints. They're going to just bomb Eli. Damn. Um, didn't matter. The, Sa- the Saints were going to uh, win yeah. out. So who cares? They they're the uh, number one seed in the NFC. Um, Dolphins Bills. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Um, I thought the Dolphins would win. Everybody did except me. <laughs> except me. I thought the Dolphins would win that. Right? And it snowed when I saw this. It was gonna snow. Pop. I said, "Oh, this is an ad. This they is." I actually smacked. said because at first I was like, "It's gonna be a barn burn. It's gonna be slotted." But when I saw it was gonna be cold and it possibly snow, I said, "They're going to get their asses whopped." They did. They got whooped. Whooped. And W-H-O-O. Adam Gates lost his job. Yeah. They didn't fire Tannenbaum. They moved him around. I don't know what that's about. I'm telling you, I think he got Stephen Ross nudes or something. Oh, my gosh. Because why would you keep him? He's fucking terrible. But Chris Greer is going to be taking over. Tannehill, we still don't know what they're going to do with him. But if they keep Tannehill, it's the same shit. Yeah. It's going to be the same shit. Pretty much. Um, Jags, Texans. Who Texans cares? smacked them. Yes, Texans are going, you know, going to the playoffs. That game didn't matter. Lions Packers means nothing. 49ers Rams nothing. Chargers Broncos. Did you see did you catch any of this game? No, I did not. I'm assuming the Chargers won because <coughs> the Broncos are weak this year. You're assuming? Yeah. Mm. 
Well, the Chargers have been a little bit up and down this year, but they did win that game. It wasn't really all that cute either. But they did win, and they're going to the playoffs. We'll discuss who they play next. Um, Patriots, Jets, win as planned. Cardinals, Seahawks, win as planned. Eagles, Redskins, win as planned. Cowboys, Giants. Did that go as planned? Uh, well, yes, I believe, but it went as planned, meaning it was not an easy win for the Cowboys. Tough no. game. That, that that whole division, like, they're going to battle out. And none of those teams are really that good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. So now we have the setup of Colts, Texans, Seahawks, Cowboys, Chargers, Ravens, Eagles, Bears. <coughs> now, of these four games in the wild card who do you think which game do you think is the going to be the most like the dopest like the craziest um, what who the Colts playing Colts Texans that's gonna be good that's gonna be a good game who you picking Colts Texans Colts they split during the season you know the Colts started off a little bit weak and then they made a, a, a surge at the end, and they beat the Texans a second time. They split. Um, I, I'm, you know, I've been on the Texans bandwagon this whole year. Yeah, I have been, you know, saying that they were going to go to the playoffs. They have a really good team. They've got a good, solid defense. Their quarterback is is doing whatever's needed for them to win. I just don't think they're going to win this game because they're not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Um, they're bang- they're a little banged up on offense. You know, running back uh, Lamar been missing a couple games. They're out of number two receiver. They had they had a starting the season where it was good. I uh, was uh, Fuller, who's a speed threat mm-hmm. opposite of Hopkins, and he got hurt. Then they brought in Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. Then he got hurt. So now they're just missing. It's just it's a little. Off. It's not the same. It's not the same. They started off hot and they kind of fizzled out where the, where um, the Colts started off low and they are they're on the rise. But they're it's still good. They're still good. I think it'll be a game. But I've, I'm gonna pick the quarterback. I like Luck. He's been balling and they've been doing some good things. Their defense has been playing well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Texans' offense is really really hard to stop. Like at least contain. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like the Colts will win. I agree with you. Um, I didn't want them to play each other, but they're in the division. It's kind of lame. I hate football, but whatever. (laughs) Um, The Seahawks-Cowboys. This is a really good matchup, these two teams, I think. I think Seahawks will win. I I think the Seahawks will win also, but I think that they match up well against each other. It is a good – when you think about it, it is. They're both similar type of styles, mm-hmm. what they want to do. Yes. Um, they both play the same similar defense. Now, they played each other week three. I bet the Seahawks won. They did win 24-13, to 13, but that was before they had Amari Cooper and their whole little lightning bolt of things that they've been doing recently. I don't really think it matters. I think they're similar teams, and I think the Seahawks are the better version of that team. Correct. That's exactly what it is. They're a better version, even though the, the Cowboys' defense is ranked higher. I think it's catfish. Their defense bit. is good. Like I'm yeah. not, It's not like they're weak. I just think, like I said, I think they're both – the Cowboys tried to go after the Seahawks formula. Mm-hmm. And even though the Seahawks aren't as good as they used to be, as they far as they defense, 
they're still better than the Cowboys, and they have Russell Wilson, which is the wild card, and that's why I'm, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm taking them as well. Um, these other two games uh, we probably disagree on. Let's go with Eagles-Bears first. Now, I was arguing with fly, you. Fly, Eagles, fly. Here he go. <laughs> Here you go, your hometown team. Now I was going, I was going Bears when I found out that the, the other quarterback was going to play. Sudfeld is that his name? Sudfeld, yeah, whatever. AJ was hype on. Yeah, right? AJ's beating this nigga off. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. If he plays against the Bears, I'm going with the Bears. It's not even a question. Yeah. But Nick Foles is going to play Saint Nick. Can he do it again? Can he? Put the cape on and play Captain Save a Hole and get the Eagles to the Super Bowl again. I don't know about the Super Bowl, but I'm taking them in this game. What's what's your reason? What is because because you you argue that Trubisky's not good, but they tied a whole goddamn five hundred some yards on y'all bitch asses. <laughs> I was there; it was raining. I'm, they, I'm not saying they, Trubisky is not. Like you be he, talking shit about him. He a flat out bum or nothing. I'm just saying I don't think. A team with Trubisky is going like it's people picking them to win the Super Bowl. I didn't say all of that. I'm I just, saying I just can't. I will not watch. I can't. I can't buy it. Maybe I need to watch come, them more. How come you can't buy it and it happened to you? Not you personally. I mean, I think you had one catch for seven yards in that game, but it happened right before your eyes. That was a bunch of fluke plays because of how we coached that shit up. That wasn't. That was good coaching. For Twelve me. and four. Yeah, I can't. Four. I can't hate on their record. They're great. I just feel like they're going to lose to one of these playoff teams, and I'm going with the Eagles. Well, I'm. I don't want to go with the Eagles at all. You know that. I want to go you Bears. Pick the Bears. Yeah, but you Nick Foles. like you rolling with the Bears. Don't change your <laughs> tune right now. Let's have fuck Eagles it. versus Bears. All right, fuck it. I'm going with the Bears. Uh, historically, I like the Bears, but I just feel like they're going to take an L. That's I like the I Bears feel. because I think that their defense gets shit done. It does. They have a really good um, running back, and they've got that dude Cohen who's really good. They got two good running backs. One is a power back. One what? is a, a dual Scat. that does everything. Mm-hmm. They got a, uh, Gabriel's their receiver, speed threat. They got Allen Robinson. Yep. They, they just, you know, they do their thing, and they their defense usually steals some plays from yes, them. Yes, gives the them game. an easy positions to score, and that's one thing that, that you always need from your defense to just help you out a little bit. Yeah. And their defense is always helping them out. They clobbering people. They get to the quarterback. We might actually see Sudfeld. Is that his name? Yeah, we could. We might see that nigga if they get to Nick Foles. They be fucking people up. Fuck it. I got the Bears. Yeah, take the Bears. I'm, I'm going with the, the Eagles. Fuck you, Britt. I'm going with the Bears. I okay. usually like the Bears. This is crazy because growing up I always did, but I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. Chargers, Ravens. We absolutely don't agree on this game. Uh, Ravens. Are you picking the Ravens? No, I'm not picking the Ravens. So we agree. Oh, you picked the Chargers? Yeah. Oh, that was AJ. Was that AJ who was yeah, saying? I thought yeah. you were arguing with him. Nah. Oh, we both picked the Chargers. Yeah. Okay, so the Ravens won week 16. It was, The final score was 10 to 22, but that was not, it didn't look like that at all. It was a pick six at the end that yeah. Antonio Gates fumbled. Okay. And they picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown while um, Rivers was on another fourth quarter run to win a game he did it in kansas city he did it in pittsburgh and they were they're seven and one on the road they yeah. play very well on the road the, the temperature is going to be 51 degrees oh 
They've played the Ravens before, and I know that that doesn't matter, but there's something about having seen it before that I think could give them an advantage. No, you're definitely right, especially with that offense that they're running. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, when they're running an offense like that, it's all about people just handling responsibility. And doing their job. Doing assignments, you know, being strict so you don't mess up. So if they've seen it, and, and it's not like they cooked them that game. Right. It's like, all right, so we know now. Like, that's why I feel. And also, I'm taking, if you tell me you got one game, you got Phillip Rivers or Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. I'm going with Phillip Rivers. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. Um, they have some, you know, Keenan Allen, I think he's a really good receiver mm-hmm. who's been doing really well. They have a, a good team overall. The Chargers have been underrated the entire season nobody's giving a fuck about them and they actually have to be the wild card seed at what is this 12 and 3 yeah wild card that's what happens when the chiefs in your division you got a dude throwing 50 touchdown passes that's just what happens <laughs> this is the way the exactly cookie crumbles so the chargers should be having a chip on their shoulder no one's giving them a shot in this game really but, no People are on the Lamar train. People are saying the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, that means tripping. Yeah, they they're giving it to them. I'm going uh, Chargers. Um, the only prop thing I'm concerned with is even though Phillip Rivers is a great quarterback and he's been playing outstanding for the most part, the last two games he had six turnovers. Mm. You don't want to turn the ball over against the Ravens. That's what you don't want, because that's gonna, what they do already. They're going to shorten the game. They're going to control the clock. They're trying to limit possession. So you can't afford to give any away. So that's, to me, going to be the the, the difference in the game. If Phillip Rivers can avoid being sacked and rushed and, and turnovers. He can get sacked. He can. He, he can just get can't, sacked. He can't he fumble can, that bitch. He can bitch. have some three and outs. You know, whatever, but he can't turn over. Like he, that is the thing. You can't, can't turn, be the, turn ball the ball over a lot against a team that's like playing boa constrictor on the clock. Like you can't do that. <laughs> it's just how it goes. Well, we have those games lined up now. We agree on Colts. We agree on Seahawks. We agree on Chargers. We don't agree Eagles Bears. No, not gonna agree. It's on. Yeah. It's motherfucking I can't wait to that game. Do they play Saturday? I hope so. I don't even know what day the games, which ones they are. That's cool. We're going to be in there. Doesn't matter. We're going to be there talking shit. Would you like to place a wager of some kind? E-A-G-L-E-S. Let's go. What you want to bet? I don't know. What you want to bet? I don't know. We'll figure something out. Let's put a wager on that one. Okay. So anyways, let's move on to what I want to talk about, which is you. There was a lot of games this season where people... Well, you know, not not even just certain games, but the overall consensus of the Bucks media and fans is that you had a bad year overall this year. That's cool. What is your do you what is your opinion of people thinking that you had a bad year? Um, I mean, it's an opinion. I mm-hmm. don't feel like I had a bad year. I had multiple games where I didn't get a target. Mm-hmm. Um, we played, you know, I gave up two touchdowns. How many deep balls were caught on you? When I say deep ball, I mean, let's just say 25 yards or more. I don't think any. What about the Julio pass? How many was that? What Julio pass? The the double move, triple move. That. I mean, that was – see, that's the thing about certain routes. Like, it's 
it's certain coverages, certain things happen. That's a design good play, but I don't know how far that was. Maybe 15 yards, 20 yards, maybe. I don't know. I got argued up and down about the Cowboys game that you had a 31-yard pass caught on you. That's another this- thing when people don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's called cover two. And the only reason I was there is because I was trying to make a play on a ball. You weren't supposed to be there. You not were supposed to be in the flat. It, it, your corner is not responsible for 31 yards down the field in cover two. It's just That's just a fact. But what about the people saying you was right there and the ball went over your head? It's your fault. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what people don't know. Like That's what I say about I always bring this point up to you about football in general. Like, Fans really don't know. They and that's don't. why the owners in football have a great advantage because they can paint whatever picture they want to paint because people don't really know what's going on. And I play football and watching TV copies, you can't really tell what the fuck is going on. You, you don't actually know. play. Yeah, so it's, it's whatever. People going to say whatever they want to say. So know? I want to run this down. I just want to be clear about year 13. The first week you didn't play. Saints didn't play in that game. Second game didn't play. Third game against the Steelers. Now, yeah. can we talk about what happened that game? Uh, but with I your team, a long time ago. I'm talking about the issues out off the field, the things that oh. happened that week. Oh yeah, we can. Let's talk about it. So, you you want to you want me to lead it up? Um, we could talk. Uh, well. Going into the season, I wasn't sure if I was going to play. They called. It was running some weird numbers with the money or whatever. I get there. They, we come to agreement of, which is a base salary of $7 million. Right. Which is nice money to play left corner or whatever. Okay. I've been playing left corner. Everything's cool. Y'all, y'all want to pay me like $7 million when other corners is making way more than that? They're mm-hmm. not playing as well as me? Cool. But we get to... The Steelers, and then they start asking me to follow people. Yeah. And I just was tired of every year of my career, I don't get any type of, like, respect for what I do. And then y'all y'all hit me with the seven, and then we get to a game with Antonio Brown, and now it's follow receivers. And I just couldn't – I couldn't agree with it because right. it's just disrespectful because – People that follow receivers all, all the time, unless they're on a rookie contract or, or trying to get paid, are usually making $13, 15000000 million a year. Right. And they were arguing with me just to get us up to $7 million guaranteed, and then they made me give the other three on incentives. So if you knew that – if they knew that you were capable of guarding the number one receiver on all these teams because you were going to play Julio twice – Odell, yeah. A.J. Green, you were going to shadow. They wanted yeah. you to shadow all of these number one receivers, but they wanted to pay you $7 million a year. Yeah, that's not that's not right. It's not, not at it's all. It's disrespectful, and I just fucked up my whole vibe for the whole year, just be completely honest. Right. Because it's just disrespectful. Like, I just, I just felt disrespected. And so they told you that you were not a captain, you were not a leader of the team, like – you know, how did you feel knowing that they wanted you to take less money and do more work than they that they knew that they were already going to ask you to do when the season started? Um, it's whack. It's just that that's whack in football in general. The whole view of of leadership and 
how leaders are supposed to be. And the cliche with football leaders, even the coaches, is like yelling. Right. And just and just yelling at people when they mess up. They also told you you weren't a leader because you don't yell at your young DB core when they yeah. get a ball caught on them which, or anything which happens Which doesn't to make them. sense for a young group. Right. It doesn't make sense. Because all that— You already got them in— situations that are tough we're in a very predictable defense it's very easy to figure out what we're doing a lot of man-to-man for some young guys yeah so so yelling at them for getting a pass caught on them or messing up is counterproductive because all that does is form a shell over a person and now instead of playing free and say all right that was a mistake like you could tell somebody they made a mistake but if you you put you're instilling fear Mm-hmm. on players especially young players it's going to affect their play whether they say it or not correct that's just how i feel so how do you think you played in that game there was a touchdown on the Steelers you game that- was my first game they got a i felt like i played all right i was the the little quick screen pass that he ran inside i mean this is, whatever you know it's it plays gonna happen mm-hmm. that's it next game is the bears game now, yeah, I got benched. You got in benched. This I don't game. even know if people know this. You got benched at halftime. Why did you get benched at halftime? I still don't know. Well, they said <laughs> I was on my phone at halftime, and which was true because I'm on my phone every game in my career. At halftime, every single game and, in my and career. And how many other players in the locker room on their phone at halftime? I would say 50, 60, no, probably like 70% of the locker room is like on listening to their phone. They might look at something on their phone. Like it's, it's fucking 2019. Mm-hmm. Phones are everywhere, bro. Right. So that that's ridiculous. So you come out of the locker room. We have the ball. They benched Fitz and put Jameis in. You guys are already torched, cooked barbecued game yeah. over low-key and then you're getting ready the offense goes out I think it was a three and out or a turnover of some sort and you getting ready to put your helmet on to go in and they tell you no you're benched because you were on your phone at halftime yeah that's what happened and so you went to talk to Mike Smith and yeah. he's like well, I don't know who benched nobody you. knew what happened but who I told still, you you were benched uh Hulk told me coach Hulk told you you were benched but to this day, before you keep going, to this day, I still don't know why I got pinched. Yeah, I think it was some bullshit. I think there was a payback for you not wanting to shadow yeah, Antonio Brown. Me. And there was just basically, they're playing, they're literally playing with the game. They're playing yeah. with players' lives, their their contracts, fans, everything. They're not doing what they're supposed to do because they're trying to one-up you because they're upset that you're not yelling at the guys and you also aren't taking their bullshit in regards to playing somebody the full game, lining up full game. Right. Saint, so the Bears game, you had one ball caught on you. It was like seven-yard seven pass. Seven-yard pass, and you had a one flag in that game, I remember. And that was it. So all those 500 and some yards, only seven of those yards were on you. Yeah. So good game, right? Yeah. Moving on, Falcons game in Atlanta. How'd you play? I played pretty good. You got the one ball, the triple move, whatever I told you about. I, I guessed on the play. I, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess I took a chance and, you know, didn't work out. Tried to make a play. Um, but other than that, I feel like I played well that game. There weren't any other big catches on you either. Nothing, nothing over 10 yards that I can right, recall. Right, right, right. Next game, uh, Browns. 
I played well that game. Well, I think you got one ball. Yeah. The and whole game. I remember that game. I was a pass. I was on the route and has. I don't know if he did it on purpose or it was just just luck for him. Not good luck for me. He threw. I broke on the pass. And he threw the ball behind the dude, which would have mm-hmm. been a pick. But now I just like try yeah. to reach around him. That was the only pass I think in that game. But other than that, I played a good game. Whole game, one pass. Okay, yeah. moving on. Bengals in I, Cincinnati. I had Bengals. When I think about that game, I had one catch. Asia Green had like a eleven yards. Yeah, like a little. Slant. I believe. Yeah. yeah, that one catch, right? Yeah. In the whole game, you sure? Because so far we halfway through it, and you uh, are. So, Everybody's saying you a bum. I, I haven't seen it yet. So uh, let's keep moving. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. It might. I don't know. Yeah. Panthers. Uh, this I was get, the first matchup. Uh, I think they caught a, a over route. Yeah, the one guy caught a third. Dove, it was a third down. I dove for an over route and they caught it. Yeah. It was like it went past my hand a little bit. I, I don't remember too much of the game. I, I'll just say that was an okay game. Okay game. Got it. Redskins. I played good that game. N- great that game. <laughs> uh, Giants game. I didn't get a pass. Not a single pass was thrown in your door. Opdell Beckham Jr. is playing in this game, and you covered him a few times, and not a single pass was thrown in your direction the entire game. No, not one. And we lost. 49ers, not a single pass was thrown in your direction the entire fucking game. Yeah. All right, moving on. Panthers at home. I I didn't play that game. You didn't play in that game. Right. Uh, Saints at home. I played good that game. Great game. Great game. Drew Drew Brees didn't want none of the smoke. I had one play that I regret was a slant that I should have recognized. And he got about twelve yards. Twelve yards. So one catch, twelve yards. It was not a slant. It was a like a. It was called it was a bang eight, whatever. Skinny post. And I, I played. We was playing a lot of. We played three that game a lot, and I just played outside leverage, and I should have looked at formation. He got a twelve yard slant. Uh, bang eight, whatever you fucking want to call it. In Baltimore. Uh, I played good that game. I think you had two passes on you in that game. I believe. No. What two passes? Wasn't there two in Baltimore? I thought there was. Maybe I'm tripping. None? They passed to me a couple times. Yeah, but nothing nothing over 20 yards. I don't think they had any completions, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, Nothing, though. Uh, not At all, no completions. So it was nothing that was worth me thinking about. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, this is the game right here. Uh, now, I had a, I had a bad play on a little... Fade in the end zone. Three-yard touchdown. I, 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 I guess I thought they was going to throw it like quick, like back shoulder, and I stopped, and I couldn't see the ball. I fuck up. That's a bad play. And then. Um, there was two run plays. One where you fucked your shoulder up. and then That wasn't a run. That was, a, uh, that was cover two when I was covering the, the corner route, and I came down, and Ezekiel Elliott just ran into me. I tackled him, but shit, he's two thirty. <laughs> shit hurts sometimes. Now this other running play where everybody's saying you're terrible. Can you explain to everyone? Oh, this is something uh, that had been going on the entire season. Uh, I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna set it up. 
So you and Coach Hulk have been beefing the whole season about how he's trying to force you to play running backs. You are 13 years in the league. This motherfucker's been a coordinator. He's been a, a, a position coach his entire career, which terrible if you ask me. And he has the nerve to tell you that he wants you to he wants to change how you cover running backs. And what happened? Well, he they were teaching like I always play runs that bounce to the outside as a corner. I come out and I just make him cut inside. Mm-hmm. That's what I usually do. But I do that and they cut inside. Somebody else tackle him. I I would get minuses. So what I did is what they tell us to do: run straight to the edge and like set a, a hard edge. And I would say like any good running back. It's going to bounce it's gonna outside bounce. of you. I used to play running back. Right. People don't know that. That's actually but your if, position. If Yeah. I, if I see uh, somebody come to the edge really hard running in outside in, all you have to do is jump cut around them. I don't care how fast that person is. If you run in, they're running a loop. You're just going to run around them. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't do that. So I did that because that's what they tell us to do. And if you remember, I, I, I argued this for you. Two, three years I've been there, and I would mm-hmm. just do it. And I showed him one time, I think it was last year against the Falcons. You showed him I did film. it, and the dude, no, I did it mm-hmm. to show him because they were giving me minuses all the time. I ran in, the dude bounced out, and they, they scored. Right. Because you can't do that. So I did it that game. The dude bounced out, and he, he gets whatever yards, and it's a big deal. I get pulled out of that game. You got for that, benched again for that play, and then what the crazy thing was when they put the other guy in because that's what they coach. The same thing happened again. <laughs> yes. So it's like yo, I, I was done that whole that whole year, bro. I just really was like. So here we are. So so Cowboys game. There's a 31 yard pass that people are blaming you for, not yours. There is a 11 yard. Uh, hot, what is the hot route? The white boy. That was we were in a zone. I'm playing outside leverage. Yes. So, but but nobody knows that. Everybody it's thinks saying, a guy somebody, got a third uh, down pass on you. Nobody knows the safety's supposed to be I'm, buzzing. I'm outside leverage. <laughs> somebody supposed to. That's not my play. Yeah. It's not at all. So, I mean, I don't care. People gonna say what they want. I don't really worry about what people say. I know, like as me, I always nobody really my whole career. Like, yeah, I got people that like me and stuff, but there's a lot of people that don't. For whatever reason, they want to think I'm not supposed to be playing. I'm not too small. Who is this dude? He's not good. Then you talk shit, so now they want to talk shit about me. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right, well, I'm going to just keep playing. So your last game against the Falcons, Matt Ryan had the audacity to start trying you the first half, and you was on his shit. Yeah, I was just playing football, making plays. Like so before the, before that week, you wanted to pull an Antonio Brown. Yeah, I you, was done. You told the the coaches that you were not playing Sunday. Yeah, I told you was I, like, "Fuck this! I'm not playing. I'm sick of y'all shit. You benched me twice for some dumb shit." Hulk apologized. Told you he gonna let you come. Everyone, he overreacted. You know, he tripped. It, it's to me, it's like this is their defense, and they don't even get when somebody else is at fault. And you're just trying to be there to help, like a like like that thirty one yard pass. I bet your coaching staff didn't coach Coach Hulk tell you that you was wrong in that play. 
or get mad at you about he it. He tried, but I'm like, it's covered too, bro. Like, what? What can you? Really it's like do? they expect you to be everywhere, and when you're not, they're angry. You literally weren't supposed to be anywhere near that play. Nowhere near it. Not not thirty. And once it's thirty-one yards, it's not the corners play. Right. No. So you didn't want to play in the Falcons game. You told me you didn't want to play. I asked you to play. I said you should play. So if you're going to retire, and if it's going to be the last time you play, just play. And you was like, "Fuck that! I'm not playing." These motherfuckers keep benching me. It's disrespectful. They won't listen to you. You when you came to this team, when when whenever you were a free agent, and you left Miami, you was like, "I'm just going to retire because I'm sick of, you know, the shit." And I was like, "Don't retire because." The last time people were going to see you play is the shit that Miami said about you, that you was washed, that you was a bum, that you was a shell of yourself. Mm -hmm. That was three years ago. You were like, okay, fine. If you can get me, you know, more than what I was making there, which I got you. You got more than that. You got 16.5. You had 16 million unguaranteed on your contract with Miami. Uh-huh. And you get 16 and a half from Tampa. They were the first team to call in free agency. There were other teams, but they outbid everybody. And I said to you, are you sure you want to go back to this team? You and Mike Smith had some issues in Atlanta. And you said, I like his defense. I like the way, you know, it's ran. I think that, you know, it would be a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. Now, did you ever think about the fact that Mike Smith was the head coach when you were in Atlanta and not the defensive coordinator? But he was... He was, the, he was, this is mm. how the NFL works. Okay. If your coach is a defensive coach, mm-hmm. he's pretty much like your defensive coordinator in a way. And if your coach is an offensive coach, he has a lot to say with the offense. Who calls the plays? It depends. Just so who like, called the plays in Atlanta? I, I can't, I can't. Honestly it wasn't Mike Smith? I don't know. It wasn't. I can't really call it. I don't know. It wasn't. And so for you to see Mike Smith calling plays in the last three years, what was your opinion of his play calling? Um, he has some, some stuff I didn't agree with as far as he didn't feel like you could play any type of zones in the NFL. He actually said no one plays zone. Everybody plays man. He thought everybody matched everything, and I feel like you could play zones. I do. I really feel like you could play zones in the NFL, which is shown by teams like the Seahawks. The mm-hmm. Cowboys play zones. Yeah, they play mm-hmm. man too, but they play zones, and they play them well. And the way you play zones well is you got to you gotta coach up players. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta teach route concepts. You gotta, you gotta have smart players playing that can recognize things. Mm-hmm. Besides just who ran this forty time, who did this, right? And it kind of is like when I and it, I think about it, it, it sucks for football, right? Because it's like you, your players should, you should have them learning stuff. Learn, all right, this is the defense we're gonna have to play. This is the type of routes they're going to run to beat said defense. This is how you make plays in said defense. And they didn't do that. And and coaches seem to just teach lamp like this is where you're supposed to go. This Stand is where you're right supposed here. to go. This is where you're supposed to go. And I and I it kills me to like just see that that type of it, it's dumb. It's very dumb. It's like treating everybody else like a dumb. And I guess they've been coaching for so long they think players are dumb but i feel like if you got dumb players then you need to get smarter players mm-hmm. and i feel like this is not just a 
a Bucks thing. I think it's an NFL thing. If you don't, you feel like you can only play man defense, then you got dumb players. Right. And dumb players is not how you win. Right. People should be able to recognize stuff. You should be trying to trick the offense. Right. You should not. The offense shouldn't know what you're in. There was, That's how you There win. was multiple times in your three years here that you lined up uh, against a receiver and they literally was calling out y'all defense and laughing at you guys. The D-line said the offensive line was making fun of y'all, saying they knew what you were doing, they, the receivers were doing it. How did you... Like, how do you guys just sit through that? Like, like for me, you know, I was frustrated as fuck. And I was like, why don't you guys go to the coaches and tell them you can't do this anymore? They need to teach you zones and how to match up. And you were like, they're not going to listen to us. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're, they got a job. It's all. And what I realized with the NFL, like, the NFL is, is just fear-based. I guess that's what everything is. And it's kind of depressing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody is scared to lose their job and scared, mm-hmm. and nobody's playing to, like... Win. Yeah, it's just scary. The whole NFL is scary. So after year two here, you didn't want to come back, and then they hit you up and really wanted you to come back, and you were told, because I know that you were talking to Mike Smith about you helping to coach the zones. Like, you wanted to take your own time to teach where to drop in the zones, what routes I are talked ran. about stuff like this in an exit meeting. It was nothing like we mm-hmm. had full-on meetings about this. Right. But I, I just said stuff like that, you know what I mean? And did he tell you that he would entertain that? It's something we would really think about. And did like, he think about it? Did he let you no, do we anything? Running, we were running you, the same exact stuff. Exact same defense for three fucking years. And that's why at the beginning of the year. Now, I told you when you were a free agent last year, I was begging you to go to the Eagles or the Texans. Those were the other two teams that were bidding pretty high for you. And you chose the Bucks because what? I like the team. I really do. I, I the team is cool. We got obviously we got talent, and I had a lot of fun on the team lat the year before. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And I, Losing I, is fun. Not so much the loss, but the the team was fun it was just we had a good group of people and it made it fun we were five and eleven but people were having fun and and we were just we just realized that we're gonna be in some fucked up situations but it's just like fuck it let's just have fun with it and we 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 lost but we played on defense and we played played some good ball sometimes you know what i mean all things considered being in man for three years (laughs) Yeah. How do you, how do they expect these you you have like you're 35 and I think the second youngest guy in the in the room outside of Conti was like what 25 or something. You guys got all these young players on the team and you're in man in your secondary. Uh, like I said, the reason you do that, the man is like So you can point the finger and say who's that, wrong. Yeah. And it's less thinking. It's less realizing, it's less like, yeah, this is what beats this. This is what they could do. But if you're in man, that makes the quarterback's job extremely easy. To me, it does. Yeah, to anybody. Yeah, it, it does. Like it, it's Imagine, no, imagine it's playing basketball, full court press, and you can't let anyone catch the ball. That's how you got to look at it. and That's, what, <laughs> that's, that's how man to man is in NFL. That's what kills me when, like, people, like, with the whole football thing, soon as somebody... Gets a pass called on him. It's like, you oh, got this beat. guy's a bum. Like, bruh. 
Like yeah. it's a, a field is 50 something yards across, it's 100 yards long. Uh, this guy knows where they're going. Mm-hmm. He also is allowed to push you, literally allowed, allowed to, to push, push you. And anytime someone catches a pass, I'm not just talking about me, I'm talking about just in general. You got beat. The, they're <laughs> roast, they're talking shit about people yeah. that's getting a pass. Like, why is so like big on receivers get like they should yeah they got gloves now <laughs> they can push you can't crack their egg open in the middle like you could back yeah, in the day everybody's even, safe that's why i tell you this shit ain't even football like it's not this is how i got to football i honestly am an offensive player i don't I even like playing defense I know. honestly i'll tell you that straight <laughs> right that i do not like playing defense it's annoying you you just chase the people all game but football started is like it was two type of people that played it was it was the people that wanted to like make people miss and do cool stuff and score and then the people that liked fucking people up. Right. And that was football. Mhm. And and like they've taken like the fuck people up part out of it. Right. And that's 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 like saying in boxing uh you can't punch somebody in the head anymore. Just from the neck down. Nobody can watch. Nobody will, like it's like oh yeah. And receivers are just talking more and more shit it's every ca- the pass they catch. And like, you can't do anything. You can't touch them. You can't. They ain't worried about getting hit. Mm-mm. The quarterback can't get touched. Right. He's safe. He's cool. <laughs> it's He's, like, I get All it. these quarterback ratings are 100 and all this stuff. Yeah, you know why? Because motherfuckers aren't scared anymore. <laughs> I get Because it. receivers can't get touched anymore. Receivers can't. Nothing can happen to them. I get it, bro. I get it. It's all. It's a business. They can't they can't risk all that stuff because of lawsuits and money. But, but don't call don't, a motherfucker a bum yeah, just because just, somebody catches a pass yeah, just on him. Take the game for what it is, and I feel like people should adjust to that. Like even like where you coach games, right? It's a different. It's different, I, and I feel like, and it's all like business also. But they're worried about numbers and all this. But bro, people gonna move the ball. But you just got to keep them out the end zone. Yes. They're going to move the ball. It, it, sometimes you can if you got a crazy, like, your pass rush is crazy. Like, you mm-hmm. got a sick pass rush. You got rush. the Bears pass rush. Yeah, or like how the Ravens get out to the quarterback. That's why they, you know what I mean? Whatever. You're going you gonna to just shut people down like that. But they're going to get it's all the rules for the offense. So these three years that you were in Tampa um, – I thought that you had three really, really good years. I mean, this year I was so fucking bored at the games. Like I was like, you know, you were a little bit upset after the games because you weren't, you were getting like one, two, maybe three passes a game, like damn near the whole season. Yeah. And you weren't getting balls and you were like, I feel like I don't have an opportunity to, you know, give to the team. Like you don't even get in like a rhythm. Like you might need – like, All they did was send you on deep balls, like running you, need, you so so other things could develop, so you couldn't get in the way. Yeah, you need to see some stuff and like you get know, your just bearings. to get in the groove of a game, and it just is like, oh shit! And then randomly, I get one. It's like fuck, bro. And so that's why your PFF rating is so terrible on percentages of completed pass on you, because people will be like, shut up! They're completing eighty percent of the pass on him. I'm be like, yeah, and that's like two hundred yards for the whole season. Yeah, if not even two hundred yards, matter of fact. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't think you had a hundred yards on you this entire season. No, nah, I probably had a hundred. You think a hundred? Yeah. 
I don't know. That's that's crazy if you get pregnant. I know. I I I was bored. This was no, the most was boring bored, year for just, me. And to, to see people me. saying that it was a year that you played bad, I'm just like, how when they wasn't even throwing you the ball? Like no balls were coming your way. Majority of the games. Yeah, I mean it's just just what it is. People don't know anything. They just look at stats. I've had so many people hit me up and say, oh, our team fucked your man up. He so-and-so had 120 yards in that game. And I'd be like, how many was on Brent Grimes? And they'd be like, probably all of them. (laughs) Dog, shut the fuck up. Oh, this shit. It's it's just football, bro. I I don't. This year was just annoying from the start. Do you regret coming back? This year? Yeah. Yeah. I know you do. Because it's just, it, was it just, just went bad early. You and couldn't teach to, anything. You, I just had to deal with it yeah. all year. And I'm just like, this shit is whack all year. I wanted to cuss your coaches out so many times. You didn't let me. It wasn't like coaches. It was really Mike Smith and Coach Hoke. I wanted to cuss both of their asses out because you can't sit up here and stand at a podium after a game and just – lie like a motherfucker about what happened in the game and then you guys don't get to say anything you guys can't defend yourself you can't say well uh like like imagine if they came to the locker room and you were like uh in like in the bears game and they were like hey brent what happened in the game they had 500 some yards on you well mike smith had us in man the whole game kind of kind of easy to score all those yards on you if the offense knows exactly where you're going and they got a good defense kind of (laughs) easy But you can't say that. No, it's just that's just uh, you don't want to shit on. It's the anybody. truth. It's not they shit on y'all. They I don't literally really pay attention. To I that. do. They literally said it was y'all fault. You guys need to play better. They never. I mean, it is some people that need to play. There was, so. but what I'm saying is they never take blame for anything that they do. Like when it's clearly their fault that you guys lost, and you guys never get to say anything. I don't know that. Um, that's just because people are, in that case, just like coaches, uh, players are scared to lose their job. If it's only probably uh, a couple people on each team, maybe one or some, maybe none or some that can say something about the coaches and don't lose their job. And then if you say something about the coaches, then you um. Then that goes through the league because all the coaches know each other. Right. They all talk to each other. So once that They don't ha- know when somebody's sorry? What you mean? Like the coaches know each other, talk to each other. So if a player says something bad about a coach, it's the truth. You don't think that they'd be like, well, he is sorry. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, people are, are worried. Like, I'm going to lose my job. If I do that, and then if I lose my job here because you get the cancer label, mm-hmm. if you're labeled a cancer, then it's hard for you to get a job anywhere else. Right. And if you're not a top tier player, if you yeah, if you're not like shit, if you're not a quarterback that's a playoff quarterback, then you probably might, you might you're be replaceable. Blackball all the rest of your career. What's next for you? Have you? thought about it do you think that there's a chance that you'll play again oh no this year was just it was just depressing annoying. i didn't want to you know i was begging you and then this is another thing that i wanted to bring up so 
before the trade deadline happened, you had seven teams that came and offered a trade for you. Yeah. Seven teams. Right. Your agent hit me up, and he was like, is Brent open for a trade? You were miserable at this point. You were angry. You wanted to quit the team. You wanted to pull a uh, – uh, uh, what's his name? Vontae. Vontae. You wanted to pull a Vontae, and I was talking you out of it. And I was like, no, no, no. You still got to be the professional. I'm the asshole in this relationship. You're the professional. Why didn't you take – why didn't you tell the Bucks to trade you? Why didn't you – why didn't you – well, they said no to every single trade. And – uh, allegedly, it's because if they traded you, it would look like they gave up on the season. Why didn't you demand the trade like most real niggas would just to get the fuck out of there? Because I felt like I just was... Part of me wanted, like... I, was... I wanted you on a playoff team. Especially was if you like was going to go just out. Done with, with, I feel like all teams are the same. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's because you've been on two teams that are very, very unsuccessful in a row. Six years, you went to the sinking ship in Miami and the sinking ship in Tampa. Now, Tampa has won a Super Bowl in the last 12 years or so, but the coaches there are unproven. They're unproven. Um, I don't think that they know what they're doing from top to bottom. And so I didn't think that you were going to be successful there in the aspect of like, you know, Super Bowl or anything like that. Could you make a run? Could you get to the playoffs? First year there, I thought it was possible. I never thought it after that. It doesn't yeah. take me that long. I, I told you after the first halfway through the first year, I said, this ain't it. Mm -hmm. And you were like, you, you got to believe we, we can make this. We can do this. And I was just like, OK, I'm a cheer. I'm going I'm to do my job. I did the same thing in Miami. I actually told you about Miami before I ever got there. I was like, don't do it. Reconsider. <laughs> Read some literature. And you was like, you 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 really be believing. Like I love that about you. Like when you get in that locker room with those guys, like you y'all really feel like y'all can win it. Because that's the thing, like to play a sport, like for me I played and I didn't think I was winning it. Not now for year me, of anything. Like I, I gotta have like shit gotta be fun for me. Mm -hmm. Like if this shit ain't fun, then I'm done. Yeah. And this shit wasn't fun. Yeah. Like I just, I'm just like, bro. So why didn't you take the trade? Why don't you go? And you kept telling me because I was done. Like I just, I just, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a new scenery, a new location would have sparked something new in you. You right now, if you would have listened to me and went to the Eagles or the Texans before we got here. Or went to the, one of those other seven teams, which the Eagles was absolutely one of them, wanting to trade, begging. The Eagles have been begging for you for two years now. Yeah. You'd be in the playoffs right now. You'd be getting ready to play the Bears. Yeah. In the playoffs. You could have right. got one of Trubisky's balls. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I feel you. I just, I just in a bad spot, bro. I just... And that's exactly why I don't think you should retire. I think that you should play one more year somewhere. Your pick, and you, you never you never play for money. I'm the money person. I'm always about the money and the bottom dollar. I think you should play you should pick a team that you think is a contender and, and play and try to play for them, even if it's not the money that you truly feel like you deserve. I mean, it's clear this league is never gonna pay you what your old perfect example your team expected you to 
to shadow every number one receiver this year while offering you $7 million guaranteed. Disrespectful. Disrespectful as fuck. See, I knew y'all was going to try that shit. Yeah, and so that's why it's so strange. So I feel like everybody's not the same, Brent. That's the Dolphin way. And and the Dolphins have gotten rid of Gates. If they get rid of Tannehill, we might be open to going back to Miami too. Fuck you, me. Steven Ross is a piece of shit like most owners. No shade. He did talk some shit to me. And I know you've been on their board for two years. They still, they still want you. They still need you. They ain't replaced you. I'm not saying go there. I'm just because that they're just disastrous. I don't think Miami, they got a curse or something on them. But I just feel like you should just play one more year. Your way. Uh yeah, I mean, I Can I, you just I, think about it? I would think about it. And you have to go to a team that has good coaches, proven coaches, really good coaches. You have to go somewhere with a proven quarterback. And you need to go somewhere with a really good D-line. That's all you need. That's a lot. So you just It's not. Me. There's plenty of teams with that. Plenty. They just don't offer a lot of money because they already know they dope. Mm. You just have to be willing to take less probably. To have fun. I want, I want your last year to be fun. I want you to smile. You didn't smile very much this season. It was so bad. Like I, I, was, I was so worried about you. Like, it was so difficult to get you just going. And this team, this team, not the players, but this coaching staff took your spirit from you. Yeah, it was gone. Totally took it, yes. From training camp. Training camp, it was gone. When you got in the training camp and you realized y'all was running the exact same defense, you was like, oh, what the fuck, Nico? I said, I told you not to come here. No, I wasn't. It wasn't not that point. It was, I was cool. I came in positive. Like, right, and then, like, just shit, it was just, I was hearing the same, it wasn't just me, because I'm, I'm going to be positive, whatever, if we going to, whatever we're going to play, like, I'm going to make suggestions, but we're going to play mm-hmm. it, and I'm going to try to ball in it, whatever. Right. But I just started hearing everybody with the same complaints. Yep. Same shit, and I'm like, bro, fuck. And Y'all, like, camp was extremely excruciating, and then your coaches wonder why everybody's injured. Yeah, they want to. They want to run y'all into the ground. Me. That blew me when we talked about it, and they said whatever. I'm like, bro, your coaching staff is trash. Okay, I I just was blown. I was blown from training camp on. Because you thought you year. really thought it was going to be different. Like you really are one of those people. Like if they tell you like, yo, we're going to be different, you'd be like, okay, cool. You like believe them. I didn't believe them for a fucking second. But I just said, I told you this when you signed, did I not? I said, you're going to want to quit the team next year. Do you remember I told you that? Do you, you remember did. I told you that in March? You did. I said, you signing with this fucking team, you're going to want to quit. And you was like, no, I'm not. You know why? Because my friends are going to be on the team. So even if we're not playing well, I'm going to play well, and my friends are going to be on the team, and I'm just going to have a good time. What happened to your friends on the team? They got rid of all of them. They got rid of all of your friends on well, the team. I mean, I still have friends on the yeah, team. Yeah, but, but not your nigga niggas. Yeah, and that niggas was gone. And it, it was just... No, nah, the team still was cool. And I'm not saying that they, our team wasn't fun. But the shit that was happening, like you said, it just it just had me like... Like, fuck. And I feel sorry for your young DBs because they don't they don't deserve this. They I'm sad that a lot of them, this is their first example of the NFL. And I'm hoping that 
whatever happens in Tampa, they get a good group of coaches in there and like can erase all those bad memories of the Mike Smith era oh my God. with them because they had Hargreaves looking like a whole bum too his first year. And they guess rookie and man to man against you on the other side of you. You can't do that to no rookie. Yeah, it was tough. It's it was too just, much. It was just uh it was a tough year. Just on my just mentally just draining. And just trying to do the right thing the whole year, but not really wanting to. I'm proud of you. I think that the fact that, you know, I was trying my best to talk you into playing and you you were pretty much fighting me the whole way, but you did it. You played in all the games you were healthy in. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to. You could have faked all types of injuries and and, and said, oh, I'm something hurts and not play, but you stuck it out. You kept saying, you know, I want to play for them. I don't want to let, let the team down. I don't, you know, I, they need me. You were saying all this stuff. And I was proud of you because you are a true pro. Like, you really do things the right way. I'm not like that. I was, I, no, I'm dead ass. I'm not a true pro. I would not do things the right way. I, I wouldn't. And so I think that that is very commendable. And I want you to know that even if you do retire, I, if you if you decide to never play again, I want you to know that I'm very proud of you and how you handled yourself. This year was the true test of who you are, and you're a great man, and you did a great job. Hey, that means a goddamn <laughs> lot to me, me. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm really, I, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And I and I want to thank you too for um going on this podcast journey with me as well. Thank I you. know that. You know, I talk a lot of shit and you like you, you didn't really want to say a lot this whole season. And I'm thankful that you, you know, let my listeners hear, you know, your opinion. I know that in Miami I get a lot of sh I got a lot of shit for the stuff I said. And, and it was strategic. I don't know why people don't realize how strategic I am with my bullshit. But you asked me to be quiet and I was quiet. Mm. And, you know, I asked you to play after Miami and you played. And you ended up gaining approximately $24 million. Yeah, and when you look at it like that. $24 million later, no regrets from me. Yeah. So I thank you. Thanks for bringing in the new year with me, the very first episode of my podcast That's of dope. 2019. Dope. Hopefully, I, we're in a studio right now. This um, is cool. This studio is very, very cool. I got to get you a room like this. Yes, I need, to, I need to step my room up. I have some issues on the transition with my equipment. I'm always having some issues, man. I got all this money, and I can't get somebody to come over to my house and set my shit up and make sure there's no issues. But whatever, I got it done. I got a studio. We recorded in here, and this is episode 139. Are, are you going to be coming back? Do you think you'll yeah. be back? Yeah, I will. I like so. You want to do more episodes with me? Yeah, whenever okay. you want me on, I'll come on every week unless you want. Oh, yeah, you can come on every week. I don't got a problem with that. Ain't no problem. I no come problem. on. I mean, I don't know what people are saying if I'm straight or not. No, everybody says we have good chemistry. That we so, that we're good together. You know, I think that it would be much better if you were like an idiot or if you didn't know much, because then I could like use you as a chew toy. <laughs> but you're very smart, and you challenge me as well, so I, I like that. Okay, and pretty okay. soon I'm going to have you start outlining the shows. How about that? Wow. Because I do all the outlining, and you just sit there and talk. You, you want me to outline the show? You think you could? 
You never know. You might want to go into broadcasting and really just talk some shit. You probably have a greater chance than me. You haven't, you know, offended anyone. Right. I've offended everyone. Everybody. But I just it would be it would be interesting to see you, you know, on TV or on the radio and and you know talking real football so people can actually hear somebody that's not there for an agenda or to get a paycheck like you would legit tell the truth. You would say things that the fans really need to hear. Yeah. You know, and I won't get that chance, I believe, because I have tits and I cuss. You can do your own thing, though. I'm going to do my own thing, yes. I'm going to. So I want to say thank you to my listeners also um, for joining me. Um, shout out, what's the name of this damn place? I got to shout out this studio. <laughs> it's called Jolt Radio. Shout out Jolt Radio for grabbing me and letting me get in on the late night pinch. I appreciate it. As always, if you like my podcast, please pass my link around to your friends and loved ones. And if you don't, I don't give a shit because I'm going to do it anyway. Peace. Bitch, I do not come in your side, look I seen a bitch tryna switch sides